rehab for your intestines. So what is that and why is intestinal rehabilitation such an important program in children's hospitals? Well, let's learn more about that in a condition called short bowel syndrome or short gut syndrome and how to best treat it with Dr. Mark Corkins, Division Chief of Pediatric Gastroenterology and Professor at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center. This is the Peds Pod by Labonner Children's Hospital. I'm Bill Klaproff. Dr. Corkins, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. So what is short bowel or short gut syndrome? Well, it's one of those few diagnoses in medicine that actually the name fits it. The bowel is shorter than it should be. Now, it's important. Our GI tract is how we get our nutrition. So a lot of our nutrition, which includes water, comes into our body through our GI tract. When you don't have as much intestines as you should, your bowel is too short and it affects your ability to get your nutrition and your fluid and all those nutrients that come in through your GI tract. So then what causes this? In medicine, we there are a lot of ways sometimes to get to one final pathway. There's a lot of ways to get to short bowel. Some kids are born with something called gastroschisis and the gut, it's hanging outside. There's a gap in their wall of their belly. And it soaks in that amniotic fluid, which affects how it grows. Even though it's, the baby's in there, the gut is not supposed to be in there. So we have kids that after they're born, they get an infection in the lining of their gut called necrotizing enterocolitis, and they have to have that area surgically removed because it is basically dead from the infection. We see other kids born with something called Hirschsprungs, and the nerves that can help our GI tract work and move migrate from the top to the bottom, and Hirschsprungs is where it didn't get all the way to the bottom. And so that tends to affect the lower GI tract, the colon. But again, that's important. And if it doesn't work, it can't be used. Like I said, there's a lot of different pathways to get to short bowel syndrome. So then, Dr. Corkins, are there symptoms that can occur with this? Well, there's a whole range of symptoms that can occur. It sort of depends on how short you are and what you've lost. For instance, if you've lost your lower GI tract, your colon, the colon's main job is to reabsorb water and recycle water for us. So if you've lost a lot of colon, your main problem is going to be fluid and hydration. If you've lost some of your small intestine, which is the workhorse for digesting and absorbing nutrients, you're going to have more nutrient problems. So it, again, it depends very much. The disease varies depending on how much you lost and what you lost, what your symptoms are. But in a way, short bowel is basically you don't have enough bowel to get all your nutrition in a normal fashion and you need help in one way or another if you want a kind of a crude definition of what short bowel syndrome is. Right. So is this uh, curable? It's not curable because we can't really put bowel back. Right now we don't have a way to uh, grow more bowel. Now, the bowel that's left does adapt. It gets better with time. It absorbs more it has an increasing ability to absorb the nutrients in the water and those kind of important nutrients. So over time, it will get better. The bowel adapts. But again, in theory, it's not curable, but with time, it will get better. Okay. And then how do you treat it? Well, again, it depends on what you've lost and how you have to intervene to get them to the nutrients they need. So treatment. There's some medicines that we will, for instance, sometimes slow down how fast things move through the bowel so it's there longer, the more gets absorbed. You can do some different things with the feedings themselves. 
if your bowel is very short, sometimes you'll do something that's already a little bit broken down, so it doesn't have to be digested. It just has to be absorbed. So you can do things from medicine standpoints. You can do things from what you feed them standpoint. And then, to be honest, if there's not enough bowel to get all the nutrition, some of them need an intravenous catheter. And that catheter, we give them something called parental nutrition, nutrition by vein, and that helps make up the gap from what they can't get from their GI tract. So you said it's not curable, but you can treat it. So it sounds like this is something that someone would have to manage over their whole life then. Is that right? That's right. They tend to have some sort of just concerns their entire life. Again, how much and how severe and their cause of their short bowel syndrome. So you mentioned intravenous feeding. Is that mainly when the person is young so they get the nutrition they need to properly grow? That is absolutely correct. In children, you've got to get them growing. And you also have to get them the nutrition so that that bowel can adapt. It's crucial. As they get older, the bowel adapts. The hope is that you can get them off parental nutrition or maybe minimal parental nutrition. Just needed a couple of nights a week or something. Again, it varies patient to patient. No two patients are alike. No two people are alike. That's what makes this clinic kind of a challenge. (laughs) Absolutely. So is short gut syndrome basically a childhood condition? I mean, you usually find this or diagnose this when a person is a child. Is that right? It's mainly in children. There are a few adults, motor vehicle accidents, those kind of things, but it's much less common in adults. So then what role does intestinal rehabilitation play? Well, again, what the intestinal rehabilitation clinic does is we bring all the experts together. We have the gastroenterologist with the bowel and how it works and how it functions, and the pharmacist who helps us with the medicines and the venous nutrition, and we have the dietitians who help us with the feedings and the formulas. And we have a nurse who helps with the the central lines and all the feeding tubes and all that. And all those folks are there in that clinic, and we all work together as a team to do the maximum function for that gut and then support the child to get them to grow and gain like they need to gain and grow and to be as normal as possible and go to school and do those kind of things. Yeah, so to be as normal as possible and go to school and all those things that kids do. So is that how a child's life is improved through intestinal rehab? You kind of get them back on the path to health and normalcy? That's the goal, absolutely. Wow, this is really interesting. How many people are affected by this? I can't give you the national numbers, but I can tell you that we follow, now we're a regional center, but over like 200 kids in our group. Wow, okay. Anything else you want to add, Dr. Corkins? This is a team, and it takes a team, and I forgot to mention the parents and the grandparents that are part of the team, too. They are absolutely part of the team. We we work with the families, and the families have to do a lot of the things. We get to see them in clinic and work with the families. Families are the ones that have to do it at home and are really on the front line of taking care of that kid every day. These are complex kids, and they do a lot of work, and they work very hard. Absolutely. Well, uh, thank you for talking to us about short gut syndrome. Very informative, and I think many parents might not have known about this, or you certainly informed us on what this condition is and how it can be treated, and certainly how the Intestinal Rehabilitation Center, the role it can play. So, Dr. Corkins, thank you so much again for your time. We appreciate it. 
My pleasure. And that's Dr. Mark Corkins. And to learn more, please visit labonner.org and be sure to subscribe to The Pete's Pod on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also check out the labonner.org podcast page for the full podcast library. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. This is The Pete's Pod by Labonner Children's Hospital. Thanks for listening.